Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Providing good customer service. Last week, I talked about how we must know ourselves as freelancers. At what time of the day we work better, what we're good at, when we're the most productive and effective as we can be. In this episode, I wanted to address the fact that as freelancers, we must balance our work and customer service to keep our business sustainable. And in order to achieve sustainability, we must keep in mind that being good at what we do, working with languages, isn't enough to be a freelancer in the long term. We must find clients and learn how to keep them. There is a fine line between treating clients well and allowing them to run your business. Freelancers must keep in mind that they are not their clients' employees, as I mentioned in Season 1, Episode 12, Setting Boundaries. Freelancers and clients must work together and really partner up to achieve a goal getting a project done correctly to the benefit of the target audience that speaks the target language. If we all keep in mind that we provide a professional service, half the collaboration between freelancers and clients is already figured out. The other half just comes down to keeping things going and growing together. Having said that, Freelancers can't assume that clients will always have a need for their service and believe that once you work together on that first project, clients will always come back for more. A lot more variables go into play here. Maybe the client doesn't have a need for your languages that often. Maybe they're not that organized in the first place or have too many people involved in their projects. So they keep reinventing the wheel by trying to find translators whenever a need arises, instead of just reaching out to you again and again to see if you can help them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Actually, I was talking to a language professional the other day who told me that they're struggling to grow their business. They said... Oh, if I could just get two more clients, I'd be set. I thought, what does that even mean? Landing a new client doesn't automatically mean that you have a certain amount of projects coming in from them and be able to make an X amount of additional money by the end of the month. A freelancer's income is unpredictable, 
and even the steady demand from those clients who have been with you for the long run still fluctuate from month to month. Yes, you must keep your current clients happy with your work and customer service, but you must also keep looking for new clients in order to fill up your schedule with several projects coming from a variety of sources. Remember, Clients are not life partners, and you don't have to be monogamous in your business. You gotta play the field. Whatever the issue might be, if you're struggling to keep your operations sustainable as a freelancer, there's always a chance that clients may not see you as a service provider. As someone who adds value to their business by providing reliable language services. So it's up to you to position yourself that way. Be a problem solver. Show them that once they come to you, you take care of business and they don't have to worry about communicating with the target audience to achieve their own goals. You must show them that you are an expert at what you do and that they can always count on you to get things done. One of the best ways to do exactly that is by being professional in your interactions with your clients. So they remember that they can always have a pleasant customer experience when working with you. Be polite, but assertive. Be flexible, but don't bend over backwards to the point that you might break. Set your office hours so you can be responsive during that window of time when clients might reach out to you. That way, you can kind of set the rhythm of your communications because clients will know that you're not a fly-by-night freelancer. They won't panic if you don't reply to their message within five minutes. They'll understand that you work at certain hours of the day according to your time zone and you get back to them during your business hours. Now, after the break, I'll talk about unicorn clients, how they sometimes could get in the way and how we can avoid potential issues during our collaboration with them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes I really wish I could tell my clients to leave me alone and let me do my job, you know? I mean, sometimes clients really get in their own way by sending you multiple versions of the same material or offering feedback that is completely nonsensical, considering the fact that they don't speak either the source or the target language we're working with. Sometimes I just want to reply to their message by writing in big block letters. Help me help you. You know when you get that unicorn client, the dreamy, magical, perfect client you always aspire to work with? Well, sometimes unicorn clients who are highly creative individuals or companies, by the way, don't seem to ever be done with their projects. They're always tweaking things, trying to achieve perfection, 
sometimes even scrapping the whole idea and starting things over and over again. (sighs) These clients can be very haptic and shift your energy. You may be so excited to work on their projects, but you're not really excited about working with them. You may have your schedule all set up and get started on their materials and then realize you've wasted your time when they change gears halfway through the project. How can you deal with a unicorn client that becomes a troll? Here's what I usually do when a client is acting that way. I take a deep breath and remember that I'll have fun working on their content. That is, once they stop messing with it and let me do my job. I keep in mind that rework can feel unproductive, but it can also be lucrative if you have already trained the client to understand that the more they add to the project, the bigger the bill is going to get. I also use a CAD tool whenever possible to make sure I can keep track of what I already worked on, what changed, and how I can adjust my translation according to the latest version of the source text. By the way, check out the Translation Confessional CAD tool playlist, which I set up with episodes that will help you understand more about CAD tools if you haven't implemented one into your work routine already. I'm leaving a link in the episode's description. But most importantly, I keep in mind that some clients are too much in their own heads. They get short-sighted because they have their own business goals in mind, or they simply do not have a clue of how translations work. And that's why they get in their own way when it comes to hiring language services. I try to compare translators with the marketing and legal teams they have already in place. That kind of helps them understand that working with a freelancing language professional is like having their own language department. It's very unlikely that they'll get to their marketing or legal teams and try to scrap the work that they did and shift gears halfway through the project. They see marketing professionals and legal advisors as a crucial part of their work because they are experts in what they do, respectively showcasing what the company has to offer and protecting the company from any negative side effects of doing business. And that's what I try to do. I try to position myself as a language professional that will help them showcase their company and the target language, which is good for international marketing, right? And I'll do my best to protect them from any negative consequences they could potentially face when dealing with a bad translation and a tone-deaf cultural product. That way, we can all live happily ever after and right into the sunset for years to come. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor dot fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.